G'day, welcome back to your weekly dose of Measure Twice, Cut Once, the show that gives you the most of uh, good information, good guests, and uh, hopefully a subject that you can take away and uh, discuss amongst your peers. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, Dirk from Sumo's Projects on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, local pub, and anywhere there's a story to be told. Um, hasn't helped me that much, but um, also welcoming back uh, this week is the, the fellow who's uh, he's been doing a bit of uh, weightlifting recently and uh, I think he's bench pressing a couple of Buicks now, so... Yeah, no, it's bench pressing a couple of steaks, if anything. A couple anything. of steaks, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, fully loaded steaks, weigh yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah, we've got another uh, fun-packed show today. Um, we've got uh, some interesting stuff to talk about. I think we do. I think we're going to have a big show, this one. Yep, so... Um, but before we get into it... Yeah... Did we do anything last week? Um, I think so. Okay. What did we do last week? I don't know. Last week we, uh, we, we had a bit of a discussion. It was a little bit of a, I don't know, different look at life um, where we, you know, looked into never look back onto things such as projects you made, you know, and don't be... We sort of discussed about over-analyzing things that went wrong, mm. and um, you know, and also related that a little bit to uh, people you've had in your in your life uh, who who you somehow lost friendship with, uh, and then you've gone back, and then you realised, you know, why did we actually go back to reunite the things that we didn't like about each other? So mm. that was a bit of an in-depth look at the world, yeah, just you know, a, a little little step away from uh, you know the. the yeah. All our topics, the woodworking topics and everything, yeah. just a little bit of a... But it leads into the psychology of what we do in life in general, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, so, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That, was, uh, that was good, Chris. Mm. Um, anyway, so today we have a Bonza bloody U-Butte conversation happening. It's a big one. It's a big one. Yep. Today on the show we're going to have a couple of special guests. Yep. And the show will be co-hosted by none other than the great Ainsley from... Uh, Small Fry Creations. Yes. Look, look at the smile on his face here, eh? He's off. <laughs> uh, also having uh, Takami Woodshop. That's Rob T. He's in New Zealand. So yep. once again, we're expanding our show to some international people. Yes. Which is good fun. Mm -hmm. Just uh, And also from Canada, we have John the Shriner, who's a YouTuber. Yes. And um, yeah, today's conversation will be a lot of things to do with um, YouTube, but... Um, the good one, the great one, will be taking us. Yeah, yeah, she's no, she's going to be running the show. Yeah. So, um, yep. Best we uh, hurry up and get on with it. All right, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's go. So it's a pleasure to introduce some really good people today, Chris, yes. to the show. Yes. Um, we'll go around the room and uh, we'll just uh, say good day first to the person up the top with us. There, that's Ainsley. Good day, Ainsley. Hello, everyone. How's everyone going? Good, good. good and good. you? How's lockdown treating you? It's tough. I'm in a lockdown LGA, so I can't travel more than 5Ks from my house. Uh, the business is closed, but the silver lining is I get to spend more time in this workshop, so it ain't all bad. Good. Well, is that, Chris? We've got uh, from the land of the long white cloud, a.k.a. New Zealand. Uh, another special guest today, and that is the one and only Rob T. G'day, Rob. How you going, mate? Hi, g'day, mate. How you going? And uh, hello to all the other guests. John in Canada. Yep. Yep. And Ainsley in uh, Australia. Canada, Australia. Rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it. I like it. We're in Mexico. And uh, <laughs> in Mexicola. Victoria, Australia, Canada. Yeah. Um, and as well as that... Thanks for having me on the show, guys. You're welcome. You're very welcome, mate. Uh, we have another special guest all the way from... I think he's near Edmonton or something. Yeah, Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. And that's uh, the one and only John the Shriner. G'day, Hello. John. How are you? Doing good. How about you guys? Yeah. We're all, all the better for having uh, such special guests on. Uh, measure twice, cut once again, and uh, oh, it's thanks an for honor. having us. Yep, an honor for us to for you guys to give up your time and have a chat today. But 
today's uh, conversation, Chris, um, is all about is all about me saying to you that someone else. This is a segue, by the by the way. <laughs> someone okay. else get on with has it. introduced the topic, <laughs> the subject matter, and that is Ainsley from Sydney Town. Yep. Who who came up with a, a fantastic uh, concept today or, or a subject and. We're going to just handball all over to you, Ainsley. You're in charge now, You're Ainsley. In charge. I like how you do that live, fellas. All right. Well, today we are going to talk about everything YouTube because I think there's a lot of people out there that want to get into it. There's a lot of people that are in it that love talking about it, like us. And there's people that are in it that always want to pick up tips and tricks. So we are no experts, but I thought it would be fun to have a little bit of a conversation to try and inspire some of those people that are wanting to get into it. So I think. We probably should start off by getting to know Rob and John a little bit about briefly about your woodworking history, how you got into YouTube, because I know I would uh, love to hear it. So I'm going to guess everyone else will. So Rob, let's start with you. I would love to know a little bit about your history of woodworking and how you got into uh, YouTube. Well, um, so I wouldn't call what I what I did as a kid woodworking, but you know, you, you always have your bits of wood around the yard and your, your hammer and your, uh, your saw and stuff. And um, was actually just seeing YouTube and seeing what you could do with a relatively simple setup. You could, uh, you can make real stuff, you know. And um, so I started to get more into it. I bought, uh, well, I replaced some crappy old tools that I had that were um, really just for doing, you know, like, Around the yard, sort of stuff, and bought some nice uh, tools and a nice circular saw. Uh, was one of the first things I bought to, to get into um, getting 90 degree cuts and started making a few things. And then I thought, wow, okay, if this guy's on YouTube, then I guess I could be as well. And that's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's easy once you get going. It's just that fear of the unknown and the fear of jumping into it, I think, puts off a lot of people. John, how about yourself? How yeah. did you get into woodworking and how did you start your YouTube? Uh, basically, I started uh, I started with YouTube because I, was, I found when I was doing a uh, basement renovation in my house, um, about 2016 or something like that, I was constantly going to YouTube to see like, how is this done? How do you properly frame a wall? Stuff like that. Like, I ended up gutting the bathroom and building it from scratch again. So, mm-hmm. um, basically, once I was done that, I went, oh, well, this isn't... Like, doing the work isn't all that hard. Like, there's some stuff there that I could probably point out to people that might be looking for it. Because I'm sure if I was looking for it, someone else would be too. Yep. Uh, so, I kind of decided just to start recording, uh, recording my projects. I started recording my projects in about 2017, but didn't start posting them until about uh, the beginning of 2018, just so I can have a backlog of videos and start pumping them out a week at a time, uh, just for just so I'd have a constant stream of videos going out. Uh, that's dropped mm-hmm. off a little bit now. I'm down to about two weeks just because uh, busy with work and other stuff. Um, but yeah, but so uh i grew up on a farm so we were always like fixing stuff and working on things here and there and it's always the little things that you find like how do i need how do i do this i need to do this specific thing and again i'm sure if one person's looking it up someone else is going to be looking it up too 100 percent. so it's could anything anything is useful (laughs) <laughs> on youtube yep. like eventually if you help one other person then it's totally exactly. worth it if you ask yeah. me yep so basically yep. that's kind of how i got started there yeah that's awesome well i suppose to get into youtube you've got to be filming things right so i think we should yeah. probably start with what does everyone use to to film i know we have a spectrum because i've spoken to the boys before so probably start with the hosts <laughs> why don't we over there the two boys what do you guys both use to film your youtube you go. You want me to start first? All right. Um, I've got. Uh, I've sort of gone crazy a little bit. Um, I went went out and bought a DSLR camera, a Nikon D seventy five hundred. I've got um, wireless microphones that I use, um, and I use also my phone as a as a backup camera to it. 
and uh, and I use I use this a lot as well. So that's that's my setup, and um, <laughs> and it, and it works it works real. And I've got two to, with the Nikon uh, camera. I've got two lenses as well, so I can mm -hmm. sort of chop and change between the two to get a bit of perspective. Yeah. Well, that's one end of the spectrum. One. I know Dirk has the other end of the spectrum. So, Dirk, what do you use to film? Uh, iPhone 10. Um, yeah. I, I find, well, that's a better phone than the one I had before, but I used, I used to film on my iPad. And um, the first <coughs> iPad I had was pretty much useless. Uh, the res pixelation was terrible and all that. So, slowly learned a little bit about that, advanced up, and then found that 16 gigabyte on a recording device for film was pretty useless, you know. You mm -hmm. can get half a video and that will fill it up. So got a, got an updated phone and then, um, you know, it gave me better capability with uh, storage. Um, I, I admire what Chris has done because when I first met Chris, he was basically doing the same with his phone. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, Chris has sort of, you know, he studied it a lot to get the best um, – <laughs> the best resolve for shooting videos that I, I suppose amateur filmmakers can and can do, you know. And um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I, I sort of haven't invested too heavily in that. Not saying that I won't in the future, but, um, you know, I, I, you always aspire to go to the next level if someone else is using uh, some equipment that you know. So, yeah, that's where yep. I stand with what I use. Filming equipment is like tools. It's like a dark hole. As soon as you jump in, it's like... <laughs> There's no end. There's no end. How about yourself, Rob? What do you use to film when you're in the workshop? So I just use my phone. It's a Samsung Galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, not this one. This is a prop. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm on the phone right now that I use in the shop. So yep. uh, one thing I did buy to make it more better was uh, a microphone mm -hmm. um, just oh, to yeah. get better sound, better audio. And, and I have this surround thing that, that the phone – um, kind of screws into and, and the the microphone sits on, on top with the hot shoe yep. thing. And I always wear this the Bunnings micro hat. or whatever they call it? Wear this I Bunnings like hat, Bunnings but hat. I, I always edit it out so no one ever sees it in the, in the shots. <laughs> Is it a sponsored thing or but something? It's a pretty it's a pretty simple setup. Yeah. yeah. Um, Keep it simple works sometimes mint. works. Works yeah. John, how about yourself? What are you using? I use a Canon Vixia uh, R700 or something like that. It's uh, basically just a camcorder. It's actually what I'm using as my webcam right now. Uh, it's just running through the HDMI output on a uh, capture card. Right, so okay. Works out pretty well. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd like to upgrade to 4K at some point, but that isn't in the... Like, uh, I... I'm not monetized or anything yet, so mm -hmm. I don't want to be dumping too much more into the hobby at this point because yep. like the tools and everything I can use whether or not I'm on YouTube. The mm -hmm. camcorder is a little bit more uh, <laughs> a little bit more specific, which I don't necessarily yeah. need. Yeah. Um, like I haven't done any upgrades on it um, like audio wise because most of my videos like I dropped the um i dropped the shop audio down like 20 decibels or whatever uh, and then i use this mic for all of my voiceovers which is the majority of the audio mm -hmm. so yeah it's basically yeah, it does enough. it does 1080p so it's good enough looks good I'm happy with it so far. it blows me away that you guys can film on phones because i have i try to film on my phone for social stuff and I I struggle with it. I don't know, like I run all my music through it. I have music always in my ears in the workshop and I run all my music through it and I get mm -hmm. phone calls, which then cuts it off and causes an issue. But I shoot on a Canon EOS R um, camera and I use the same mics mm -hmm. that uh, Chris uses where I use the Rode um, and I have a lav mic that I can stick under my uh, shirt. I don't get too much movement. Being a female, I can put it between things that the sits shirt for out. I'm keeping it PG. I'm keeping it PG. We, we can do that too, works. you know. Yeah, it works and doesn't get it's, in the way. It doesn't way. sound so, very good. No, probably I not. know. Well, yeah, I started off with the same similar mic to what you had, uh, Rob, on the camera to start with. And I just, I started to get to the point where I didn't love as much background noise as I was getting. Um, and that's why I upgraded and I record yeah. all of my voiceovers on a Rode Studio 
uh, mic. But in the very, very beginning, I recorded voice memos into my phone uh, and then I would import them over to the computer and then put them in there. That's how I used to do my um, my voiceovers. And I, would, I still do today sit in the walk-in wardrobe to record the voiceovers to try and deaden the sound around me. <laughs> so I will grab my laptop and my mic and I say to my wife, I'm off to record my voiceover. Uh, and I sit on the floor in the walk-in wardrobe and record, and then I can import it and uh, and do it that way. So that's how I start. But I don't know how you guys do it on a phone. I take my hat off to you because, like I said, I try to do it for social, and it just I struggle with it. So I've heard of yeah, well, if, you're using your, if, you, if you're using your phone for music and stuff, it's it's difficult. Yeah, I have to then switch it to my watch, and it just it mm. becomes it becomes a whole ordeal. But uh, yeah, so that's how I do it. But I have a video and editing and photo background, so I had a I had all of the equipment to get started. So and it's like one of those things. I'm a serial hobbyist, and when I get in there, it's like it's all in. A little bit like Chris, <laughs> where it's just like I have to like I constantly am wanting to try and improve it. So. But that just shows for everyone out there. You guys the entry. are definitely the, the fancy, the fancy shit nah. crew. No, just try, just giving it a go. And like the tech, I think is probably where it comes down to. But it does show for everyone out there the barrier of entry. Really, is there is none with phones these days? The quality yeah. is so good that you literally mm -hmm. can be filming today and uploading tomorrow so now that we've filmed everything though we've got to edit it so I'm keen to hear what does everyone use to to edit and how long does it take you to put a video together I think that would be interesting because I don't know if a lot of people out there understand just how much time and energy goes into making a video so I think we just keep going around the same table so we'll start with the boys up the top what are you using to edit gents right. Dirk, pick us off yeah, uh, still using iMovie. It's free. It, um, <laughs> it's had a few upgrades over the journey. Nothing, nothing yep. too dramatic. Um, yep. But the way I do it, I find now like you set up on the tripod and and the proximity to what you're trying to show is mm -hmm. key to get the best picture. Uh, you know, and, and and I still fall victim to. Sometimes having it in the wrong spot, and you got your arm in front of whatever you're doing. But anyway, apart from that, um, yeah. So I do a quick sub edit on the on the phone as I'm shooting, mm -hmm. and then I'll go back inside, and I'll either go to the iPad and do a bit more, uh, or transfer that file back to iMovie on the um, Apple computer. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, you got a, you got a few more tools there, so you can do a few enhancements, which are more far-reaching than um, just on the phone. Uh, and, you know, we use voiceover a lot and also try to put a bit of uh, text in to be a descriptor of what I'm actually working on. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I haven't advanced as much as other people, once again, but I just, you know, once again, like mentioned, it's a big investment, it's a big outlay, but I do see results if you do that, you know. So, mm -hmm. Chris? Um, well, I, I started off with uh, iMovie because that's what came through with the, uh, with the computer. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, I, um, I spoke to Rob and he put me under HitFilm Express. And I used that for a little while, which was, it's for a free, um, free software. It's brilliant. It, you know, I reckon it rivals Final Cut Pro mm -hmm. where, you know, Final Cut Pro, you have to pay 500 bucks for HitFilm Express was free. Um, but I've since, because I've got a tech guru at my disposal, I now have Final Cut Pro, uh, which I didn't pay for. But anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it's, it's uh, yeah, Final Cut Pro is really, really good. And it, um, it, it's, for me, it was, it was an easy, easy transition from iMovie to Final Cut Pro because Final Cut Pro is the big brother to iMovie. And, yep. um, and you can just do so much more. Being, being a printer from the printing background, um, the, the text, I need a lot of um, freedom with, with my text. Mm -hmm. And Final Cut Pro uh, allows you to do that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good program, that one. But HitFilm yep. Express, if anyone's starting out, go nuts on it. It's, that's a good program as well. Mm. Yeah, right. Rob, is that what you're still using? Yeah, it, it is, and it's, it's really good. It's, um, it's a free, the, the Express version of it is free. 
-hmm. and you can buy uh, plugins or add-ons. Um, I've bought a few for various different effects and filters and stuff that I wanted to try out, but mm -hmm. you know, it, you you can get by with the free version. It's it's really good. It's um yeah. And how Chris long does it, it take you to put a video together? Uh, it's um. And yeah, I guess people hear this from various YouTubers around the, around YouTube. <laughs> it takes a, a freaking uh, an age, a long time yeah. sometimes. De depending on how deep you want to dig yourself into that hole of of editing, mm -hmm. you you can spend hours and hours or, or days even. Yep. So um, on average, how long do you reckon it takes you? Uh, probably a minimum of six hours yep um sometimes more yep i think the quickest i've ever done is uh three yep but that was a one-off yeah it takes so, a yeah, long you, time you're looking you're looking at sometimes double or triple the the length of time it took you to do the project mm -hmm. yeah. oh yeah which yep. is um yeah. and do you find filming really makes takes you a lot longer because you're filming videos sorry you're filming projects and things like that does it take the project longer to complete because you're filming or you don't think the filming interrupts you too much uh not too much but i guess you could say that's reflected in my videos because i i don't think too much about where i put the camera mm -hmm. well you know, i don't obsess over it i just like okay I've got to get this, so I put it somewhere. Yeah. And like Dirk, you, you get the hand in the way, you, you're working here and your hands here or your arm or something. And that's kind of annoying. I wish I uh, could get better at that. But but yep. overall, no, I don't think it takes, you know, it adds too much time onto, the, onto it. Yeah. But obviously okay. some, yeah, some. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. John, what are you using to uh, put your videos together? I use the uh, Adobe Premiere. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, uh, my wife and I are in landscape architecture. We have the Adobe suite already, so it wasn't much more just to bump the subscription up a couple more bucks to get the uh, get the Premiere. Mm -hmm. and that has a hell of a learning curve to it, I'll tell you, though. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, basically, I just watched a few tutorials on YouTube, and it got me enough of a basis to get to know how to use it a little bit more. So, mm -hmm. and then from there it's been, I've kind of just figured it out. Um, yeah. but yeah, like Rob was saying, it's like, it takes like six hours or so to make a video. I think, uh, the last one I did, uh, was, it was a two minute video and it took me four hours to do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> um, yeah. Like it, uh, that one, like I tried to beat match it a little bit more. So it was mm -hmm. more, uh, instrumental video as opposed to the voiceover. If I'm like, those are nice to do because I don't have to record the voiceover for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, like, if I'm doing the voiceover, I have to write the voiceover, record the voiceover, edit the voiceover, and then yeah, it adds a whole other, uh, whole other layer of it too. Yeah, Wait, it can you, definitely you, add. You write the voiceover. Yeah. More yeah, I will write it, and then um, I will write it, and then record it. Yeah, I have, uh, oh. depending on the video, it can be two, three pages long. And wow. I'll, I'll literally wow. have it set up this way. I have the screen set up here. I have my voiceover on the screen below me, uh, reading it out. And then if I need to react to the camera, I'll just look at that and go, well, that was stupid. Why did I do that? And then carry yeah. on reading. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just yeah. kidding. I write yeah. mine and I end up recording them like five times. Yes. Yeah, it, just because it sounds like crap, you're like, oh no, I can't, I can't do that. I've kind of noticed if I record um, twenty minutes of voiceover, ten of that is usable, and it, mm. it's yeah. it, it stays at that ratio. However long I'm recording, if it's a two minute video, one minute is usable. Thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, always I, I, um, it, yeah, it's, I, I it's just, weird that way. Yeah, I, I just uh, fly by the seat of my pants when it comes to the um, the voiceovers. And, uh, and like you said, you know, like I'll record a hundred of them and I'll pick maybe one that's any good, but, uh, I, I don't, I don't script anything. It just comes in rolling out. Whatever you're I'll thinking. No, I have to write mine all down and then I will 
record it to camera. But like you guys, I have had quite the journey. I started on Final Cut Pro and then I moved to Premiere Pro and I used Premiere Pro for a really long time. And then in the last 12 months, I switched to DaVinci Resolve, which is free. Um, and it's very, very similar to Premiere Pro. So if you've taken the learning curve, actually, to be honest, even if Final Cut, um, I was got sick of tired of paying for Premiere Pro. And so I switched to DaVinci Resolve and it does absolutely everything I want it to do. I now have the DaVinci Resolve Speed Editor, um, which is a little keypad that mm -hmm. sits in front and it's got a spinning wheel and I can be knocking in and out points and putting it into the timeline. Uh, it has definitely nice. made the rough cut quick because I will go through and rough cut all of the clips to get together what I think I need. And then I write a voiceover to that rough edit and then I record the voiceover and then I will run a final pass editing to the voiceover. So probably on average takes me anywhere between six and 10 hours, I would say, um, to put it together. But DaVinci Resolve is free. They have a free version, a free version and a paid version. Um, I've just upgraded to the paid version, but there's not a lot of difference. To be honest, you could totally get away with the, um, with the free version. And my tip for anyone out there that's looking to edit is choose a software and dive in and start editing on it. And then as you find, oh, I want it to be able to do this, then Google it. Don't try and learn. Yeah. My advice is never try and learn something and then get in to do it. Get in and start. And then as you come across the problems, Google them. Because I know for DaVinci Resolve especially, there is a video for everything on YouTube. So as soon as I'm like, oh, you know what I would like it to do X, Y, and Z, I will then go and learn how to do that particular um, that particular part. So, yeah, there's a ton of free software yeah. out there that you can definitely use. But, um, yeah, Premiere Pro was good. I used it because that's what everyone else was using. And then I kind of thought it was costing me, I think, $350 or $380 a year or something like that yeah, to it's, have. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, mm. it's expensive. And I thought, you know what, I think I can find something out there. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to dive in and learn do the learning curve a little bit and I thought I'll, I'll edit a couple of projects on it while I still have the subscription to see if I like it and if then I will cancel subscription which I have and have never looked back so yeah. I think for anyone out there it's just get started and it because it can be daunting to look at all of those things and the reality is for what we're doing and the types of stuff we're doing you don't need to get into too much of the detail we're really just splicing some clips together and and putting some text and laying over some voiceover, but um, yeah, yeah, basically nice. you just need to you just need to know how to cut and yep. mush stuff together. That <laughs> that's the majority <laughs> of the videos. If you want to get fancy, if you want to get fancy, you can put a transition in between the clips. But yeah, yes. just hard cut it. I'm just hard cutting. Fade, fade, fade to color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, it does take move a while. Across the screen. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And my other, I don't know, John, you filmed everything up, you know, and got a backlog. I, um, I would say to people film and start getting up or editing at least the videos together. Cause I always find even still today after being filming and putting out videos for four to five years, which is not a, really a long time, every video is I'm trying to improve on the last one. So yeah. by going through the process, I'm like, okay, right. I didn't do that very well, or I could improve there. And then I improve on the on the next one. So just got to dive in with two feet and what, have, what and have a red hot crack. I've noticed what I do is um, I, I have uh, brains that I can that I can pick. Like I've got a, a tech guru that knows everything there is to know about computers. Um, so hence you know all this this setup. He put us onto Streamyard and got all this set up. And I've also got a, a guy who's um, a professional photographer, mm -hmm. and he's been teaching me about. Um, f-stops and uh, isos and, and all that sort of thing which i had no idea of you know it's just by full cameras point and shoot and away you go but it's mm -hmm. not uh, not quite that easy so I, I find nowadays because i got the um the nikon camera it takes me almost as long to set up the shot to make sure uh because i've got the overhead uh, leds that you know it's not strobing or anything like that um, to, to set that up before i actually start shooting <laughs> You know, and then and then you've got to go into the shot, and like you know, like Dirk said, yeah, you get your arm in the way. You got to make sure you got that camera placed, and and that's that's the one thing I don't think people realise how much goes into it before you can actually pump out a video. And then you've got the editing side of it all. So for me, I don't know how you guys get away with four to six hours. I'm, I'm mine takes you know, up to a day, 
you know. And mm-hmm. then I've got this sort of thing where I've got to edit in certain parts. It takes me, what, three or four days before I does, actually yeah. get this one up and, um, and ready to, to, to roll. I, yeah. I, I personally think, look, over since I've been watching YouTube over maybe, I don't know, eight years or so, um, people have tried to tell or explain, like, you've got to specifically set up this way and you've got to have that in the right direction there. But sometimes it's contradictory. And I feel like the way you approach it has to be your own unique take on it. So, mm. you know, I may not do the rehearsal or have scripted like John. Um, mine are just straight off the bat outtakes. Uh, you know, it might take me six, seven times. I might hit it in the first go. But, you know, as far as the camera and things like that, you guys are using uh, it's like Ferrari's going past me, and I'm I'm herding goats in a paddock still. With my uh, iMovie, <laughs> if it works, you know, never mind. At the end of the day, iMovie yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, you do get a result, but it's it's so interesting to see all the in and out details, isn't it? Well, that that's the thing. I mean, like like Ainsley, every time I when you said you know that you try and learn something new, mm-hmm. I always try and add a new skill to what I'm doing. It, it, it be it. Um, the woodworking, like learning a new joinery technique or learning a new uh, camera setup uh, with a new transition or text-wise, always try and put something new in there so you're always learning and growing with it. So Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you can try and do. I know, and there's probably things that people don't even pick up on. Like I really try really hard to balance the audio with the with the sound of the music being underlaid and getting that separation correct. And I've done a ton of research and reading and watching of people of how to get that separation in your uh, vocal tones and things like that to make it clear on video. And so you do all these things and you're like, yeah, it's great. And then you show someone like, yeah, I didn't notice any difference. And you're like, it's okay. Well, I did. So it's fine. I'm I'm learning and it's fine. It's totally fine. So the the balance um, between music and voices is quite difficult. Yeah, it's a real tough one. And then you listen to it in headphones, it sounds one way. You listen to it on the TV, it sounds another way. So, you know, there's, but there are some really great tips and tricks out there on um, on YouTube for your particular software that they can then help you and show you how you can um, better balance those things. But there isn't one way to to do it. Like you say, Dirk, if you're talking about sound, you watch five different people and five different ways of, of doing it. So you've got to kind of try them all. There's a GoPro. <laughs> that Rob's got there so yeah you can try and I think when you're editing or when you're filming I always try to get like a close-up a mid-range and a wide range and I might do that a couple of different times just so then when I get to the edit I've got a couple of different things but I think as long as you're making stuff that you want to watch there's probably going to be others that are out there that want to watch it also so yeah that's cool I like that we have a variety of I find that after working on a video for so long, I I don't want to watch it anymore at all. Yeah. (laughs) Just go back a year later or something like that. (laughs) Go back a year later. I want to watch it even even less. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good because that means you're improving. A year later. True. Yeah. There's a a few videos that I can think of that uh, I'll go back to, and it's like, oh, that was terrible. And then there's a couple. (laughs) There's a couple that I go back to, and it's like, oh, that was actually good. Why don't I do stuff like that anymore? Oh, yeah. because it took it took nine hundred hours to do. Okay, that, yeah. so that's when I, I started off on YouTube, I didn't know anything about YouTube really. Uh, I didn't know that you could that anyone could put comments on the videos. Actually, mm. <laughs> I didn't know that until I put my first video on and somebody commented on it. And I was like, "What? You're like, Just, what is this? Someone's talking anyone to can me." Do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought it was all it all had to be, and I was using this GoPro. Yep. I thought it all had to be a single shot and everything had to be unscripted and, and natural. And um, I think the first thing I did, I had to shoot it like 20 times. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't get any still easier. Ter- still it doesn't terrible. get any easier. Yeah. All of my, when you see me talking to camera in the videos, that is unscripted. That is me just talking and thinking it through. But I might do it 20 times. Yeah to get the take. I also am not a person, I get really particular. I don't like cuts between. So I'm not a person that's like, okay, I'll just say it and then splice something together. It has to be right from start to finish. Otherwise I do it again. So I, uh, yeah, it can get a little bit tedious and take a long time, but uh, you know. So you don't if like- If you're enjoying um, it. You don't like um, cutting out the um, 
pauses in people's speech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't like yeah. I like that. I thought you were frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Frozen. All right, well, let's keep moving, right? So we've edited, we've filmed, we've edited. Now we've got to upload. I want to hear, does anyone have any upload tips out there for people looking to get into it? Start with the boys again. Any tips? Um, I don't know. I, I just let YouTube take over all that. I just put in the, um, uh, put up the video. Mm -hmm. uh, Dirk, Dirk actually goes through and puts in all the tags and everything because uh, mm -hmm. I've got no idea about those things. So, um, uh, Chris, you do all this research. You spend all this time and energy and then you don't do any research about uploading? <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> Stop yeah. the show. You're killing yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, no, all I do is uh, call up the uh, the upload thing on YouTube and basically this is the video I want to upload and away it goes. So, and then so I you don't do Dirk. any tags? No, no, then I ring Dirk. Video's up, go and tag it. Okay. What about you and your, what about your personal like channel? You just don't do any tags? Not really, no. Do you spend any time in the description box? Description box? Okay, so people out there listening, the 101 of what not to do uploading. And if you're wondering why your channel is not moving, talk to Chris. Chris, oh my golly gosh. I, know. I love you spent all this time and energy. And then, but that's all I right. Always, yeah, I've you know what? If it works for you, camera, it works for works. you. Yeah. Now, I want to grow my channel. Look, the channel's growing slowly, very slowly. Um, and everyone, everyone that I know that's that's in the YouTube gaper, um, they keep telling me, you put in the hashtags, put in this, put in that, you know, and I'm going, I don't understand any of that. How does that work? Homework for Chris this week. Watch some YouTube videos about uploading tips. Okay. All right. I'm going to just watch this down. video. Yeah, yeah, you'll have them here in a second. Yeah, because when it gets around to me, I've got some people that I'm going to I've got some people that I'm going to give you so you can you uh, can go and do some research. Okay, oh, I cool. love it. Dirk, might, what do you do? You obviously hash notes. you obviously are hashtagging and tagging. Yeah, I, I tag till cows come home because um, Yep, get all those 500 characters. Use every 500 character that you can. Well, I'll try it, yeah, 450 around that range. Yep. Um, yep. It's you know a while back, it used to be people say you have to really capture uh, what the content of the video is about and, you know, have four tags associated to how to um, possibly build this. Um, mm -hmm. I think over the journey, that's changed a bit and tags have uh, become a little bit less important. From what 100%. I hear. Yes, Across you're 100% correct. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. <clears throat> And and even thumbnails, working on thumbnails, my, I, I admit a lot of mine are just rubbish and that's probably where I uh, fall down with the views I get on my own channel. But um, like, I, I think that's a really important bit and Uncle Knack has actually uh, emphasised that to us. And then also, you know, your thumbnail is precious real estate. So you got to get that right. And mm -hmm. then in the description, like you mentioned, Ainsley, it has to capture the moment of what the video is about. So, mm -hmm. um, a lot of I, I see a lot of people are using now, um, like uh, the title "How to" or specifically, but they'll have some um, uppercase, uh, you know, like yep. bang, draw in the eye, the clickbaity yeah. ones. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So, um, and then the cards. The cards are pretty important, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Although I never click on cards when I watch videos, but I, I might have a look and say. Oh, they've got another video uh, associated with what I'm interested in, mm -hmm. um, and you know, at that stage, I think I think that's enough for um, just getting that video onto the market. And then yep. after that, you know, you want to you want to sort of uh, advertise it in different forums if you can as well. But mm -hmm. you know, like YouTube and Facebook, they don't see eye, eye to eye and things like that. You got to contend with so. It, yep. I think it's in the first 48 hours you've got to get your, you know, your viewers rate, then the algorithm might take that video and um, get people and to run with it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, there's some really good tips in there. I uh, I agree with you, Dirk. Rob, what are your tips for uploading? What have you learned along the way? Well, I I do a few tags, not not the full 500 characters. Mm -hmm. Um. 
and I, I kind of do a, a pretty good description, I think. Mm -hmm. But I guess I could do more, more. I could do more of both. And, and I know you sit there all day and try and refine it. I think, but yeah, they're good tips. And my thumbnail. Um, sometimes I put a lot into it. Sometimes I just like grab a grab a screenshot out of the, the video mm -hmm. itself and use that. Yeah, um, you've got the colouring in. You, your colouring is always the same, isn't it? In the thumbnail. Yeah, I have. I have my colouring um, the same or similar, and my fonts yep. that I use. Yep. Um, well, it's part of the that, brand, whether whether we like it or not. It's, you're a brand. Like everyone's a brand, so it's part of part of, part of the part brand. Of the branding. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just have this um, this file um, which has the sort of the template already mm -hmm. done. And then mm -hmm. I just need the image and I put the image in and it overlays the colors and the text and everything. Yep. Yep. Otherwise you, you spend another hour on the, on the thumbnail. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Um, yeah. So just well, trying to keep it, keep it realistic in terms of yeah. time commitment as well. Yeah. I, yep. I've just learned how to use uh, Photoshop because um, like Dirk said, uncle Knackers uh, gave us, uh, a few tips on how to set the thumbnail up because that's apparently that's uh, your first impression of that, uh, mm -hmm. of that video. Yeah, so I've learned how yeah. to use Photoshop, uh, and what we've done is um, we've just come up with a whole lot of different photos of us, you know, doing these sorts of poses. And all yep. I do then is just throw them in uh, on on the thumbnail and try and work out some sort of um, description for it. So yep. But that was another learning yeah. Photoshop. Yeah, I think cool. it is better. I think generally they say it's better. I know mine um, perform better if if you're in it. Um, mm. So I think it is better if you are um, you are in it. John, what have you got in terms of tips for uploading? Not much of any. <laughs> <laughs> do you do tags? Do you do take do time tags. to do the description? Do you... I do the tags. I do the description. I have everything in playlist. I'm looking on my... Uh, just the, one of the last videos on the screen over here. Mm -hmm. um, as far as I know, I got everything in there. I, I don't know. Mm. Should be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're uh, right. Well, I I have heard oh. that the tags these days are less important than the description in the box because yeah. according to the experts out there, YouTube looks at the particularly that first paragraph that you write. Um, and they will pick up as to what, you know, we want to use all those keywords as you possibly can in that top paragraph because that's telling the algorithm what the project is, what it's about, and trying to then serve it up to the to the right people. But uh, I have tried to improve my thumbnail game also, but I keep to the brand mm. colours, um, the brand fonts, everything is the same so that if you are scrolling, um you are like oh that would be a small fry video because it looks hopefully it looks mm -hmm. like a small fry video and recognizable so that's the goal anyway over time and uh use those colors i find things like the yellows um stand out a little bit more um mm -hmm. and i do mine in photoshop like you chris and i try to i make sure that i zoom all the way out to look at what the thumbnail looks like small because we can look at it in you know, the size of the laptop or whatever you're using and you type this the font and you think oh yeah it's totally fine it's big and then you put it on the small screen and you're like what does that what does that say i can't can't <laughs> read it so making sure that the font and things like that are the right sizes but a couple of homework things for you chris some things that you can look at and people you can check out the channel i follow is think media so there's a channel out there called Think Media. They do some really, yes, thank you, pencil to paper. Uh, Think Media do some really great videos out there, especially for people trying to get off the ground um, of how to do. I don't do um, keyword research. I, I know a lot of people will look out there as to what's trending and they'll create a video around that. I don't have the time to be doing that. Whatever I am yeah. building is whatever I am filming and that is what is, is going out. So I don't do any keyword research. I try to label it with as many things as like how to diy easy if there's words like that i will capitalize them to make it a little bit uh try and stand out a little bit more but uh, i don't do any of those things but i do try now to pay attention to the description i still use the tags and i will ask um, my wife or people whoever around me to be like when you see this what do you think of like what would you search to find this and see what they have to say about it as well because there's probably keywords that i 
and probably not thinking. You can also use a uh, place called TubeBuddy, which is a plugin on your Chrome for YouTube, which is there's a free version and then a paid version. I don't do the paid, I only do free, but it will give you yeah, tips. Same. So as you type into the tags, uh, say you type in dining table, it'll give you suggestions of tags that are related to dining table or DIY dining table or whatever it is, it will give you some suggestions as to what they what they are. So they do say you don't really need to worry about it, but I try to put in as many as I can. But I think Think Media is a great channel to be following and getting some tips and tricks from on uploading and getting started and growing and things like that. And there's another lady I've come across in Canada recently. Her name is Annie. I can't remember her last name, but um, she her whole channel is about being on YouTube and uploading and things like that. And she teaches you things like how to write in the description box, what's important about when you're naming your um, your, your video, what does a thumbnail need to have, not have, all those sorts of things. So they're the two people that I really follow along with to try and get some tips and tricks on. But um, it's just an ever-growing thing that you've got to keep trying to, you know, improve on week on week. So uh, I'm gonna mate. I'm gonna try a picture of Chris on my next thumbnail. That's <laughs> see how that does. People. That'll <laughs> stop people. That? It'll <laughs> stop people, all right. Stop watching. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. All right, now to finish things up, I have I put out a call to uh, on Instagram as to anyone had any questions. Uh, we've already covered some of them. Some some people asked me about editing software and things like that. So we've already edited or covered those uh the other question or the other two things that i got asked uh was about well ash from woodwork at whiskers we spoke briefly about this before we started recording he wants he does the monday meetup on instagram great show by the way uh and he has it in portrait style which obviously works for instagram and then when he mm. uploads it or has <laughs> uploaded it to youtube in the past it's obviously still in that portrait so it's black on the sides apparently a lot of people don't like that uh, so he wanted to know he wanted to know why people don't like the portrait format on YouTube. And to be honest, Ash, I probably don't know the answer, but I would probably put it down to the fact that people want to fill the whole screen is probably what I'm guessing. Um, but uh, has anyone got any other thoughts around why people yeah, I, wouldn't I, like I'm the portrait? I'm not a fan of vertical video on, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mainly because Any I'm watching on a reason computer what? screen, which is a portrait orientation mm -hmm. or a TV. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't if think I'm watching the new shorts thing. or Instagram reels, I mean, that's cool because you hold the phone Fills in the vertical screen. mode. Yep. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just find it annoying because you get, you got, because um, you're only using that much when you, your eyes want that much. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's hard, of, I suppose, to stay concentrating on it. On your brain, you feel like you're missing out on something. Yeah, yeah, and mm. you probably drift away from it, I suppose, because your eyes are not capturing the whole, the whole image, I suppose. Yeah. Ash, I hope that answers your question. The short answer of it is we don't really know the answer. Uh, <laughs> the other question that I got from the wooden thumb, he wanted to know uh, any tips on growing your channel. We, uh, Chris, any tips uh, on growing yeah, your channel? Hashtags. <laughs> Apparently all that stuff works. I don't know. <laughs> I've Do got a good what? tip and that's to get a, yes. get a shout out from a, from a big massive channel yeah. so yep. that all of their viewers come and rushing in and, and start yep. watching yours. That's a serious, that's a seriously good tip. It's not, that's a good yeah. tip. John, have you got any tips on growing your YouTube channel? If I did, I might be monetized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how far off are you being monetized? I, I'm around 730 at the moment. So about two. And, ha and it, how much? Off. I have I have no I wish, idea. I wish I could. What do you require to be monetized? Because I'm. Uh, do you need them. subscribers or watch minutes? Both. You need minimum thousand subscribers and a minimum right. of four thousand watch hours in the last year. Right. Okay. Um, right. So then, everyone that is listening to this podcast, go and do me a favor and spend. Your next little Sunday afternoon <laughs> watching, John, not get now. those watch minutes. Not now. Just keep listening <laughs> to me for a minute and then switch it over. Go and watch John and get his watch minutes up and get those. If you're not already subscribed, do so. Let's get Thanks. John I, monetized. I think I, got yeah. some, I think I got some interesting project you might be interested in. So I agree with you. John's John, channel Because I was go, watching go yours watch. just the other day. It is cool and you are funny. 
Oh, thank you. I you yeah, I find you entertaining. I enjoy it. So yeah, go and give John subscribe and get his watch minutes up and let's help him get monetized. Cause thank you. and you know what, John? Well, one of my tips is being give a John part some of things love. like Yeah. Oh, <laughs> give John some love. Just like Rob T there with his biscuit. Now, my <laughs> other tips for growing is exactly this, John. Doing things like this on podcasts, getting your name out there, I think helps being a part of challenges. Mm. We have our Wood Jigs 21 challenge. I think that's the hashtag. Sorry, James, it's not. Uh, Wood Jigs 21 is the current challenge that's out there. Being a part of those. I And even the ones that are in, I hate to say it, but overseas in America mm. uh, because they do have a really big platform and leapfrog off the back of them mm -hmm. when they have challenges going on. Um, I think that's really, really helpful to get out there and trying to get in those groups like you were saying before, Dirk, where you've got those... Uh, woodworking groups and things out there if you can advertise or put your content out there because it's not just advertising it's sharing because we want to share so uh it's sharing your content out there and not being afraid to afraid to do it because i know that's something i could probably do, do better do you guys in put is... your uh, your videos on reddit and stuff like that yeah i, I have no I idea how reddit, reddit works no I, I i do i've been using reddit for a while it, it's uh it's a hit and miss it can be a mm. A forum that people will either like it or hate it. Um, but you know, you, you've gone as far as putting yourself out on YouTube. So why the hell not just go everywhere? That's good. Um, you got you got yeah. probably hundreds of Facebook woodworking groups. You can't always <laughs> link, but you can uh, emphasise. I have video and I have a channel, um, so go for it there. Instagram, a good thumbnail there, or you know, mm -hmm. uh, to say I have a new video out and on that on that photo or picture have the youtube logo you know so people can say all right identify that these people are making videos and mm -hmm. um word of mouth just word people up uh, you know that's there, there's probably a handful of activities you can do it's a little bit extra work but you've gone this far to make a video 10 hours editing so advertise it get it out everywhere you can you know get that description box and get advertising <laughs> I haven't heard the last one. <laughs> no, you have not. Because now every upload, I'm going to be checking that description box oh, and coming yeah. back to you. Because you don't want, it's like running a race and getting to the end and being like, nah, I'm not going to finish. You've got to like finish the race. You've got to do the last little bit, Chris. comment section now. Uh, I, I haven't run for 30 years, Angel. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, takeaways from today's episode is Chris has got some homework. We want to get John monetized. So let's help the Canadian out and get him monetized. Get those subscriptions up and get those watch minutes up. And everyone, if anyone is watching Chris's videos and doesn't see a description, hammer him in the comments and tell him I sent you. <laughs> uh, I was just going to jump in um, back to the uh, challenges comment. It, yes. It's funny how that works out because I think... I know three of you, I, um, I think it was, it was either the, uh, modern, modern maker podcast. I can't modern remember. Modern maker. Yep. Modern maker. Yep. Rockler plywood challenge was one. Yes. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I started following Ainsley there mm -hmm. and then I believe it was, uh, rag and bone Brown's, um, uh, bowl without a lathe that, I, mm -hmm. both of those I participated in. I believe Dirk and Rob were on that one. Yeah. Yep. That's where uh, I, yeah. I met you, John, was yeah. Rag and Bone. Yeah, because they're not only really great ways to connect with new people, but they're yeah. also, A, being a part of the community, but B, it does help your brand and it does help you get your name out there because at the end of the day, yes, it's lovely to put up YouTube and it's lovely mm -hmm. to share what you're doing and all of those things, but there is a lot of time and energy and money spent to, you know, to put it up on there. So if you have gone the hard yards to get it on there, then why not try and yeah. build the brand and, and get your name out there? So yeah, challenges, I think that's the biggest spike I had was when I did the Modern Maker, is it the Modern Maker podcast? I think that's what it's called. And so. they had the, you had to use two, um, two, two by fours oh. to build oh, it. Yeah. And that's where, yeah. And I got, I was lucky enough and uh, to be featured on one of their podcasts as one of the projects. And that then really gave it, Mm -hmm. um the boost so that's yeah definitely if you are looking instagram still the challenges that are only instagram they're still handy because they then create a following that then when you're advertising the youtube it all flows and the world continues to go around 
So yeah. all my late, my last piece of advice to anyone is if you're thinking about it, dive right in, have a go. Yeah. Because you've yeah, got I a nice my... community like us waiting for you and we will, you know, be happy to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I think my Bowl Without a Lathe video was the most viewed video on my channel for a long time. And then yep. one of my other ones just found found an audience and then just yep. took off and i yeah. think that's the i think that's the driver of my channel at the, moment. the, the ball without a leg was my first <laughs> big one as well see what you have done there christopher oh, slave no, tribe yeah. do you know what if it helps you improve you can thank me later i don't i don't mind you can thank me later and I be consistent like cool <laughs> Notebook I'm just and blown away that you do all of that work and then right at the end you're like nah just throw it up and see what happens <laughs> why not i'll spend an hour on a thumbnail but nothing on the upload spend 40 minutes on the thumbnail and 20 minutes on the upload and you're already ahead uh, yes miss <laughs> okay well i think i've uh done asking all of my questions so i'm going to throw it back to the real hosts of the show, and they can wrap it up. Well, I must say, this has been a hell of an experience and a, <laughs> and, and a great journey. Yeah. I'm never going to be invited back. <laughs> nah, you'll be right. You'll be right. You'll keep. Are we <laughs> still guys, recording? Yeah. yeah. Um, truth. Thank you very much for Ainsley, first of all, for hosting the, the topic matter and uh, giving. You're welcome. You know, Great direction, great directive. Thank you, Rob T from Takami Woodshop. 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 Correct. Woodshop. There and, we go. And uh, John from Canada. Uh, follow him on his YouTube channel, John the Shriner. Yeah, it's good. Really. Oh, follow everyone. If you're not follow already. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, <laughs> not just me. Yeah, get uh, those subs and watch minutes up. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So. No, it's very, very valued conversation today, and we thank you wholeheartedly for coming on. And we'd like to have you on again in the future. So anytime, uh, make yourself available, please. And slave driver, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Don't worry, I've now got to go. I can hear a uh, timber delivery outside, which is for nice. my next big project. I can tell. I can hear the trailer has just uh, pulled up, and my wife will be unloading it and wondering better, better if I'm going to come and help her. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> oh, I should be wondering if I'm going to come and help her. All right. Well, I will. I will. Uh, I'm also, I just want to just throw in, um, this is a bit of a departure from our normal half hour uh, episode. Yeah. I think mm. we've doubled it um, to an hour. So hopefully people stick around. And... I think, was that my fault? Um, no comment. But, uh, moving right <laughs> along. No, it's mine because as a typical female, I've spoken too much. No, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Ainsley pushed us all and Rob froze. John, I don't know, you got told off before. Uh, I was just sitting here. Uh, <laughs> John's going to get ready to go to bed soon, surely. It's late in no, Canada. Uh, I got some, uh, we got some friends out on the patio that my wife's been entertaining for the last little while. So, And you got uh, some editing to do as well. Go like, I'll probably do six hours of editing too. to do. Yeah, yep. I'll probably end up doing that later tonight, yeah. Lovely. Yep. All right, yeah. well, well, we'll end it here. And um, once again, thank you to uh, all our panellists. Yep. I think this is uh, one of our better shows. You're welcome. I really like Thank it. you for having us. Yeah, Great thank fun. you. It was a good time. But we'll, uh, we'll, definitely do, we'll definitely do all this again. So uh, a long show there, Chris, but a really entertaining, uh, fruitful conversation with the guys from all around the world. You know, a couple of makers there. Yep. Yeah. Most enjoyable. Hope you get a lot out of it. Please leave in the comments uh, if you did like it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's uh, what they say. It's a wrap for today. Yeah. But next week. Next gonna... week. Yeah, what are we doing next week, Dirk? Uh, we're going to have a look at how to come up with your ideas on exactly what to make. Yep. We discussed Market Fair on one show. And, yep. Um, yep. So where do you get your ideas from? Yeah. Yeah. So, is it something that you've uh, always wanted, or is it something you've seen? Yep. Hey, well, how do you come up with your ideas? Or do you just knock it off from Chris's shed and sell it? No comment. You haven't made anything. Have you? No, I haven't made anything. <laughs> so, until then, uh, hope you all have a good week and uh, give us a rating on podcast and maybe Please like and subscribe on YouTube. So we appreciate you all, all the people who do. Yeah. Let everyone know what we're up to. Bloody oath. Okay. All right. So until next week, uh -oh.
Bye for now. G'day folks, welcome uh, back to Measure Twice Cut Once, bringing you your weekly dose of goodness with uh, the great man Hoss here. He's moving me over a bit. There you go. There's a bit of repositioning. Yeah. Bit of, you bully. <laughs> Do we need some tools or something? I'll go get some tools. Uh, some tools. No, no, this is, uh, we're talking about YouTube and... Uh, Impact and driver or something? In YouTube. <laughs> Rob, are you part of the same conversation? Yeah, yeah this is going to go well. <laughs> I can see this is going to go well. What do you... Does anyone want to clap the other way? No. <laughs> what do you think? I changed it just to piss you off. G'day, everyone. Welcome to uh, Measure no, Twice. No. I oh, know. We've done that, haven't we? <laughs> director, isn't he? Jeez. Oh, he's hardcore. We've already done the intro. Yeah, Why right, are you doing right. another intro? Pumping him out a week at a time. And yeah. uh, oh, there goes Rob. <laughs> um, run away. He's run away. He didn't want to listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, he's thinking about it. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Although the continuity is going to be a little bit different because the background on Rob is, is different now. It'll just leave yeah. him asking for more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>